Hey there, this is Marae on the campus of Huntington University. You're listening to Rooted, an in-depth conversation with interesting people and topics that matter to the Forrester family. Make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes, Google Play, or Spotify. You can find us by searching Forrester Radio Rooted. And you can also catch Rooted on Thursday evenings at 7 p.m. on 105.5 WQHU. Today, I'm joined by Laura Quesedo. She's a senior journalism major here at HU. Thanks for joining me. So, Laura, you are a double major minor with journalism and public relations mm -hmm. and then the minors in graphic design mm -hmm. and you also have a TESOL certificate mm -hmm. and you're also from Colombia. Mm -hmm. So when you were choosing a college, first of all, why did you decide to study abroad and then why, out of all the colleges in America, why Huntington? <laughs> yeah, I also think about that all the time. Um, actually, it was pretty weird because my senior year, so I graduated December and I only apply for a college back home. And I was like, this is my dream college. Like, I don't, why should I apply to other ones when I only want to go to, the, to that one? But somehow, like, I went to the interview and everything, and I was in the wait list, but they never responded. And then I emailed them, like, a bunch of times saying, like, please, like, what is happening? And they never responded. So I was like, okay, whatever. I'll probably just take, like, this semester off to, like, work or, like, do something else. So they're like these coaches who have like contacts around the U.S. to give like scholarships to athletes. And it turns out I gave him my info. I don't even remember how. <laughs> I don't remember who this dude is. And yeah, he was like, yeah, like um, she can study in the U.S. She can get like a, a soccer scholarship and she can like do all these things. And like actually I never thought about like studying abroad ever. And then it like actually like it synced in and I was like, what am I doing? <laughs> And yeah, so there was like a bunch of lists of like colleges that I like could apply to. But somehow Huntington seemed like the best idea for me. And I don't know, I watched like videos and stuff about Huntington and I, I really liked the campus and everything. The funny thing is like, I didn't know it was Christian. Like I saw it was Christian, but like, I was like, okay, whatever. But then when I came here, I was like, oh, it's actually Christian. Yeah, <laughs> hyper-focused. <laughs> yes, like actually like, fixed on it um intentional yeah yeah very <laughs> so yeah that's how I like and the coach that was here she contacted me and like it was very like intentional about like me getting here and like everyone helped me to get all my stuff figured out like paperwork and stuff so it was like a really nice like thing and everyone like hyped it up so much and yeah I just decided to come here and that's it. So had you visited here before you decided to come here? No, no. I literally just paid up front and I was like, let's go. <laughs> I jumped on a plane and I was like, okay, whatever. Full and send. Like, yes. So when you got here, what did you not expect? Like what was, tell me about your, like did you experience culture shock? Or like what was that yeah. like? <laughs> yeah, a lot actually. Well, Yes, because like you come here and you're like, okay, I've been exposed to American culture like through like pop culture, through like movies, uh, yeah, whatever. And you think you know, <laughs> and like back home, there's a very like a stigma yeah. about Americans. Oh, I'm back sure. Home. <laughs> like, like back home, you either find like one is like super hippie, or there are like other people that actually like care about the country and like the culture and stuff. When I was here. Um, uh, the differences that I've noticed are probably are, I don't know, people are, they're just like surface level all the time kind mm. of thing. So it's very hard to actually like break into like, I don't know, like actually get like a 
real friendship, I yeah. feel like. Like, you need to, like, actually, like, be super intentional about everything because, like, everything is, like, so surface level. For example, I would be like, oh, yeah, like, we'll say hi to each other and, like, that's it. And, like, we'll be like, oh, like, let's get coffee sometime. Uh -huh. And you're like, okay. And, like, it never happens. <laughs> uh, and stuff like that. So, like, it's very, like, back home. It's like everyone is like super friendly to each other, but it also very intentional. So it's mm -hmm. not like, oh yeah, whatever. I'll just say hi to you and that's it. Like when we pass by, mm -hmm. but like here it's like I don't know. It's very different, and so it's always like when you see each other, you hug each other or like mm -hmm. you kiss each other. So it's very physical kind of thing, and like here it's not like that. I'm not saying like it's bad or not right. because we just like have it's just different. A bigger bubble. Yes. So like. <laughs> Me being used to, like, that, like, physical touch and, like, uh, people being warm and stuff. So when I come here and people don't do that, and I'm like, okay. So then I have to, like, try to find a way in which I can communicate, uh -huh. like, what I think or what I feel in yeah. a way that is not, like, overbearing or just, like, making people comfortable, you know, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that was hard to, like, gotcha. do that. So how often... Do you get to go home? Um, I go home during the summer and for uh, Christmas break. Once I went for spring break because I didn't go home for Christmas and it was like eight months or like nine or like nine months. And I was like, I want to go home. <laughs> so I went home for just like a week. It was like 15 days actually, like two. It was like a week and a half, two. Um, so yeah, I see my family every like six months. When I did J terms, I would leave home. Like it would be like uh, once it was New Year's, and it was I. It was literally just like New Year, whatever. And then like two hours later, I was at the airport. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is uh, I guess I'll just leave right into this. What do you miss most about home? Mm. So like my first two years here were very hard because I couldn't find like friends that I was like. I, I was a very shy person. I literally kept to myself all the time. And my team, like, I didn't say a word. And it was, like, mostly because I was, like, too embarrassed. Like, what if I say something <laughs> wrong and whatever? Or, like, what if they think this about me? And they're, like, oh, yeah, like, she's just international. Just, like, don't pay attention to her kind of thing. Mm. And, like, in my team, there was, like, just other this other girl who was international, too. So, like, we clicked very well. So yeah, after that, I was like, oh, like I started like liking more being here because I actually found like a group of friends. Uh, but at the start, I really missed like the food. Like the food is like, like no, well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I, I picked yes, up what you're yes. putting down. Like, even he, like even if you're American, you'd be like, oh yeah, my mom's food or you'd my yeah. dad's or whatever your guardian parent, whatever. And like my friends, like the culture itself, and like, but. As time goes by, I stop like I, I stop missing back home and start making a home here kind of mm -hmm. thing, and it's more about the people, rather than like the place. I feel like, but like when I'm here, like I was like I feel more at home like with my friends here, and my boyfriend too. Okay. And, like I don't know, it just feels better here, and like, it also feels different back home because like everyone. Like, has their own lives now, and you weren't part of that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, my brothers moved out when I wasn't there, so I come back, like, I come back home, and, like, mm -hmm. I only leave with my parents now, and I was like, yeah. what is this? You've kind of reached the point in the, like, the tree of life where the branches start yes, to split. Yes, yes. So it's, like, 
it was very hard to like actually acknowledge the like oh yeah I'm actually growing up kind of thing yeah so yeah I feel like I'm just transitioning out to the part where I'm just like an adult and like yeah Colombia is nice like I always love going there but it's also I'm not too attached to it right now as mm -hmm. I was before mm -hmm. how did you find your niche here and where is your niche like I found my niche within DMA, like I'm very involved mm -hmm. in my own major, yeah, yeah. Um, all that kind of stuff. Where, where are you um, at? I would say, yeah, my major too. Um, I'm co-editor of the Huntingtonian. Okay. And ever since like my freshman year, I was very like, okay, I'm journalism. Like might as well get some like uh, experience just working with it. It's also in the like in the international community. Mm -hmm. Like I was like president of IEC, that is the International Student Council for two years. And, um, well, like, IAC and MAC kind of come together yeah. sometimes for some uh, events. So, like, with MAC, I was also close, like, for soccer, too. Yeah, with my team. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I don't know, because, like, even if we come from, like, different countries, like, we're still, like, here, like, in the U.S. So, like, we share that experience together, so, mm -hmm. which is really nice. And you kind of, like, find that, like, mm -hmm. as a way to, like, unite kind of thing. Yeah. How many languages do you speak? Um, I speak Spanish, which is my first language. Yeah. I speak English. I took, so like in my school, they also added Portuguese when I was in ninth grade. So I, in Portuguese and Spanish are kind of similar in yeah. some way. So it was easy for me to like learn a bit, little bit. So I can maintain a conversation, but like, I haven't like I haven't spoken in like that language for with so long. Portuguese or yeah, with Portuguese. Spanish? Yeah. Um and I I really like French, so I took French last year. Mm -hmm. But then for the spring I have too much like credit hours yeah. and I was like I'm not gonna pay more just yeah. to do French. Yeah. But since I'm staying another year, I can take <laughs> French too. Yeah. Um so yeah, that's my goal probably like start actually learning French mm -hmm. because like my roommate like my ex-roommate she already graduated last year but she was like she was like fluent in French and I would like listen to her and be like oh, I want to be you so bad <laughs> and I was like how did you get to that point she was like just study a lot she studied a lot but I was like uh, I have like so much other thing like other things yeah. to do and I don't feel like I need it right now it's more like oh I wish I could have yeah. that it is really an active engaging thing mm -hmm. um I, before this year started, I had a plan to, like, every Friday, because I don't have any classes on Friday, I just, oh, I just have meetings every mm -hmm. week, um, to spend an hour in the language cool. and, like, uh, just do a bunch of different things. I brought my notes from high school, mm. and I brought some books on, like, the biggest pitfalls in French and <laughs> guide to French idioms, and then all my notes oh, and nice. uh, a, a verb dictionary mm -hmm. and all that. I haven't touched those. <laughs> However, I have, like, I do regularly still engage in the music. I have, like, a playlist. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, my phone is in French right now. Oh, yeah. that's cool. So I like to do that um, because, and a lot of people get surprised, like, oh, I could never handle my, my phone in another language. And I say, well, actually, you probably could because mm -hmm. you know your phone so well. Yeah, that's true. Um, you just kind of pick up on the words. I also have a friend, um, one of my close friends, he also took French in high school. Mm -hmm. And so we have this thing now where um, from when we wake up to about 2 p.m., we only send messages in oh, French. 
That's um, really smart. Yeah, and, and we don't, we're not speaking to each other in French mm -hmm. as much. I mean, we did actually have a very brief conversation in class the other day. We were complaining about class, and we said it in French so that no one would pick up on it. <laughs> That's um, but our goal is to be able to uh, speak or have, have some mm -hmm. actual conversations, take that whole French from wake to 2 p.m., and verbalize it mm -hmm. instead of just writing it. Yeah, I feel like that's the thing. I feel like you you can know so much about a language by like writing it and stuff, but when you actually have to speak it, it's when you go like your brain goes like it, it takes more brain power mm -hmm. to do it. But it's good that you have someone that like can keep you accountable yeah. to it because yeah. like yeah. Like I actually never thought I would be here like literally just speaking English like every day for like four years yeah so when I go back home I, I have to like switch it and sometimes mm -hmm. I just forget like words in Spanish when I hom I'm home or I like my brain like takes like take some time to like yeah. actually start like okay now like you go Spanish kind of thing yeah no that's so, really yeah. awesome thank you Laura for joining me on this episode of Rooted and thank you for listening make sure you subscribe to Rooted on iTunes Google Play and Spotify and remember, you can listen to Forest Radio over the air in Huntington on 105.5 WQHU or by visiting our website at forestradigital.net. Have a great day and God bless.